The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter. That's at Ronnie K Radio, at Ronnie K Radio on Twitter. And then, of course, always at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com where you can find all the work as uh, the Broncos finish up at uh, Mile High Stadium. We finish up in a win for the Denver Broncos, 27-24. A big win for the Broncos as they open the season 1-0. They've now won 18 of their last 19 home openers and uh, extend their winning streak, their longest in the NFL. NFL as far as winning on kickoff weekend, uh, moving to six in a row. So certainly a big win for the Broncos, 27 to 24 over the Seattle Seahawks. We'll talk about some of the uh, reasons why the Broncos did win and why it was also so close. But of course, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip and jump away from Coors Field, 1920 Blake Street, 70 Colorado beers on Tap 100, Colorado distilled spirits. It was a uh, tremendous weekend over there at Tap 14 is uh, they've got great beers and great food over there. Be sure to check them out on the web. That's Tap14 on the web, tap14.com. And I also want to get your reaction to the game. And you can do and, and always interact with the podcast on Twitter. That's at Ronnie K Radio and at Mile High Sports. That's where you can react to the Broncos and uh, all the other sports in Denver, but in particular, of course, for this podcast, the Denver Broncos win over the Seattle Seahawks. want to get your immediate reaction before I give you some of my thoughts. and I want to start with the letter grades because I think that's a good way to start, right? A-plus through F-minus. What were some of your reactions to the game and the Broncos win? Uh, Jeffrey Marlowe on Twitter says, C-minus, the defense had too many mental lapses despite the flashes. And while the offense has obviously improved, we can't have days like that against divisional teams. A-minus to special teams, A-plus for the rookies. I want to start with the rookies who of course just absolutely dazzled. Uh, 15 carries 71 yards of course for the one who probably stole the spotlight the most and that was Philip Lindsay who of course uh, was just a tremendous versatile weapon for the Denver Broncos. Bradley Chubb on the very first game, uh, very first snap of the game gets involved with a half sack. I mean the, this is a Broncos rookie class that just constantly is is showing so much maturity and so much progress and and making an impact on this team, not in a way that's just, you know, here or there, uh, legitimately on every single drive, and it really is incredible. It's incredible to kind of see the difference between the 2017 draft class, which is so bad, and the 2018 draft class, which seems so good. It's a it's a complete opposite. So incredible to see that. Uh, Steve McCab on Twitter says B for the first half, D minus for the third and fourth quarter for a B. He's going to go by a quarter. Uh, Denver Broncos came out shaky. Uh, there was no doubt of that. Uh, they uh, and 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 Case Keenum noted this in the post game talking about how you had a little bit of the jitters it's the first game new team it was an electric crowd i mean there were there were a lot of things playing into that so certainly uh, the the immediate jitters some of the lack of chemistry could be uh, kind of chalked up to that between Demarius Thomas and that miscommunication on the interception so uh the first first game jitters i don't blame him it happens to everybody but certainly uh, as they got into the second half third quarter was just not a good quarter 
quarter for them. Uh, but the fourth quarter, you know what? You you turn it around and and you get the job done and you score the seven points you need to essentially get the win uh, to to beat the Seahawks. So. Uh, BWR on Twitter says C plus have to have better protecting the ball and covering tight ends. Other than that, a good showing on both sides of the football. I want to start with the offensive side where I thought, uh, you know, it was funny because as bad as Case Keenum played, and I think many are going to point at the three turnovers, the three interceptions and say, well, that's a bad day for a quarterback. It was really one of those weird days where Case Keenum showed very good flashes, and then on the the throws that he didn't show good flashes in or the throws that he was bad at, he was really, really bad. I mean, throwing uh, the the interception to Demarius Thomas, he took full blame on that one uh, post-game, and then the the throw into double coverage in the second half, that was not a good one. So, So certainly there are a lot of things to clean up. The glass half full person's going to say, hey, uh, Case Keenum threw three interceptions, the Broncos look sloppy, and yet they still won. The glass half-empty guy is going to say, well, your quarterback still threw three interceptions. So certainly a lot to work on for the Denver Broncos on the offensive side of the football. But obviously their receiving core was looking good as well, and and we talked about this in previous podcasts. Uh, Just the chemistry between Case Keenum and Emmanuel Sanders is obviously very apparent. He led the team not only in targets, but also receptions, but also yardage. 10 catches for 135 yards and a touchdown. Of course, had a 43-yarder as well, too. This is a Denver team that it just seems like has a newly rejuvenated wide receiver room. No longer are the days of a third quarterback or a third wide receiver issue, I should say, because you've got Emmanuel Sanders. Demarius Thomas had a fairly good day, six Catches 63 and a touchdown. Of course, now you have this dual threat in Philip Lindsay. Cortland Sutton had five targets and a little bit of Jake Butt. Four targets in the game as well, too. So uh, certainly this is a spread it around. There was a lot of movement for the Broncos offense. There was a lot of different uh, formations that involved a lot of wide receivers for this Denver Broncos team as well, too. And Bill Musgrave called a fairly good game. I, I think Bill Musgrave was outside of maybe a little bit of conservative play in the third quarter. I thought this was a very well-called game by uh, Bill Musgrave. He he judged the tempo well. He sped up when he needed to and certainly obviously put points on the board and that's really all that matters. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by Tap 14 and our friends at, well, Pro Football Focus. It's profootballfocus.com. 20% off your subscription. Uh, use the promo code Elite and Edge Memberships Pod 20. That's Pod 20 for 20% off your Elite and Edge Memberships so you can do that now. Uh, and, and it's just great stuff. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of great stuff from them coming this week because obviously they'll be releasing grades and certainly a player that they are going to have a very, 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 very high grade on was Von Miller. And I tell you what, this Von Miller guy is just, it just seems like I've never seen a pass rusher like him. I've never seen somebody who could be so dominant at any point in time in the league. I mean, this guy is so quick and so fast and effortlessly gets to the quarterback of course he finishes with uh well all the <laughs> all the accolades that you want uh he had three sacks the three tackles for the loss he had seven total tackles uh von miller of course he also uh when it comes to the fumble side of things uh uh forced uh or excuse me recovered 
a fumble as well too, and I believe I believe he technically forced one as well too towards that second half. But uh, certainly they can change things in the box score. Uh, Miller was just disruptive, constantly in the backfield. Somebody who just uh, always was disrupting the play and, and wrecking, causing chaos, and that's. That is so much value, and, and whether that has to do with the fact that he is just in his prime or whether that has to do with the fact that uh, Bradley Chubb was also on the field as well, too, who also collected a half sack, um, could very well be the case as well, too. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, of course, presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, and our friends at Pro Football Focus. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter. That's Ronnie K Radio, at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio, on Twitter, want to turn to Twitter for some of your reaction. Mike on Twitter, the YH says they won, so they get a B. The interceptions must disappear. Freeman and Lindsay looked good. Uh, Freeman and Lindsay, absolutely. They actually had identical stat lines, 15 carries for 71 yards. Uh, identical for both sides. Obviously, Philip Lindsay getting involved in special teams, but also on the receiving end as well too. And they just they brought so much juice to the team and uh, a a a a pair of running backs that are different too. And that's the big thing is they're different. They're not the same running back, so they are going to provide so much of a a bang boom bust type because you have a and when I say boom bust, I mean in two different ways. One's a boomer. Uh, and, and one could bust it all the way to the house. You know, Lindsay, that more agile, more uh, quick, uh, shifty guy, can can also catch the ball out of the backfield, where Royce Freeman can also just level a guy. And that's that's a lot of versatility there for Denver, and, and you have to like that if you were a fan moving forward in, uh, in the Broncos season, obviously. And they get a win that I think was, I don't want to say a gimme, but something they needed. Uh, and, and obviously I'm on record in saying I think this is a Broncos team that can win this division. I think this is a 10-6 a and six team. This is a team that is better than last year, and certainly now getting competent quarterback play is going to help them out as well. And obviously, you know, with the three interceptions, you, you obviously want to cut that down. But I will say this. Case Keenum bouncing back from the interceptions was crucial too, especially that first one. You know, he, he throws the interception, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, who you know, what's happening here? You know, it, it could be one of those things where the game just falls apart from there. It just unbuckles at the seams, and then all of a sudden it's Case Keenum in a hurry-up offense right down the field on that next drive. And it's just it's just a whole different ball game. And Case Keenum finishing twenty five for thirty nine, three hundred and twenty nine yards, three touchdowns, three picks. Uh, he was only sacked once. And I do want to give a shout out to the offensive line who had a very good day as well too. That offensive line just seemingly giving Case Keenum sometimes five, six, seven seconds to throw the football and just was excellent today. And and certainly a a a, a quarterback throwing the football immediately. That's going to help out a lot as well, too. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast, our daily podcast covering the Broncos as we podcast from Mile High Stadium as they wrap up the Broncos, wrapping up their game against the uh, Seattle Seahawks. They collect the win 27-24. Going back to your reactions, our friend and writer, of course, at Mile High Sports, Rich Kirchman, says B-. minus. Um, I'm going to give them a B. I thought the defense was just tremendous, first of all. Against a mobile quarterback like that in Russell Wilson, tremendous. Uh, the offense, more in the C-plus range, uh, C-minus. You just you can't turn the ball over that much. Uh, that is so brutal when it comes to, um, not you know, in a game where you're favored, in a game that is winnable, 
that is the killer because that can flip the script and that can absolutely just ruin your day as a team that really should collect that win. Uh, certainly, there were many who impressed on Sunday. Um, Bronx fan 88 says offensive line giving Keenum time and running back holes much better. Uh, agreed. The offensive line was very, very good. Dustin on Twitter says Philip Lindsay fast and worthy of the number 30. It was kind of interesting watching him in that number 30. Of course, the uh, former Terrell Davis number also says, uh, well, all signs show that Bradley Chubb is a pretty darn good player. I agree. Uh, this Bradley Chubb guy is just one of just a tremendous player, just a tremendous player, and uh, certainly could be a, a guy that is a franchise-type defensive player, a, a franchise cornerstone moving forward. Keith Cowler on uh, Twitter says, Philip Lindsay Von Miller. Uh, Von Miller, again, just, just wrecking plays just absolutely wrecking plays uh mike aussie on twitter von miller Lindsay freeman at the end killing some clock love that too a lot of love for the offensive line and uh, bulgarians has special teams i'll give a shout out as well to special teams of course marquette king uh with the punter with a uh, a couple coffin corners certainly pinning the uh, the Seattle Seahawks deep in their own end zone inside the five, once inside the 23 times of his six punts, and also had a 53-yarder in the game. Brandon McManus went two for two, so that was a uh, a, a good sign to see from Brandon McManus, who also nailed a 53-yarder in that game. And look, you didn't muff a punt. That's a big deal as well, too, in the punt returns. That's uh, a massive deal. Denver did not get a kick return uh, because, obviously, the you know here at altitude, that's well, that's what happens is you don't get to return. So uh, a lot to react to. Of course, we'll be doing it all week long at Mile High Sports. You can find us at MileHighSports.com. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio. On Twitter, of course, at MileHighSports.com and MileHighSports on Twitter as well, too, at MileHighSports. So, for the Broncos Blitz Podcast, as I sign off from Mile High Stadium after a Broncos win 27-24, they beat the Seahawks and go 1-0. They will host the Oakland Raiders next week right here at Mile High Stadium. And then, well, they'll... uh, We'll go on the road finally. It'll be interesting to see this team on the road, but certainly two in a row at home, it does not hurt. So, archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast, that's at milehighsports.com on Twitter, as well as milehighsports.com for archives, breaking news, discussions on the Broncos. It's milehighsports.com.